I'm back. I feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make you nervous how I get you right. Feel so dirty when I pitch it right. Yeah, I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah, I think my home might be the preacher wife. Yeah, I mean my home might be the sneaker type. Yeah, I got some dope, I got some dope to ship. Yeah, I heard you up and on that overkill. Yeah, you probably dumb it when I'm over here. Yeah, I might put popping for my mama for my. Yeah, I had a double with a downer out in Dublin. Tell a bitch, talk dirty to my other head. Yeah, the prison wall of water fountain with a liquor call. If them bitches call, I'm the better red. Yeah, I got quit fucking with that medicine. Guilt trips, give me stiff lips and a pair of kids. This my enemy, this my bro, this my other bitch. What you wanna do on the real? Just some gutter shit. So cow cutter, I smile for the fuck of it. Eastside nigga, chat town. You keep it low, candy coated, Valentine. The memories of you, you, when you were mine. <laughs> A tarnished ring on a tarnished I'm not gonna hit that. Times keep changing. Miss you guys, you guys. Welcome, hello, hola, como esta? Oh, wait, I don't know if that's right. I think that is right. Hola, como estas? What's some other languages? I already said ciao. I don't know. I'm just an American. This is. Well, I am, first of all. I don't even know how to open up my own show. Or do I say it backwards? Whatever. I am your host, the one and only, yours truly, the chocolatest, baddest, thickest, baldest, smartest, <clears throat> takingest, best podcaster, yours truly, Ebony Kelly. And this is episode... Because I don't know what episode this is. This is episode 13 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. How is everyone? How are you guys? How art thou? I feel like I haven't been on here. I feel like I haven't talked in like... I haven't talked really in like three weeks. Honestly, it's today's the 26th. Yeah, and it's coming out on the 26th. So I have not been, I have not recorded an episode. I have not uploaded since January the 3rd. How is everyone? What y'all been doing? Okay, let's, let's get into the show and then I'll, we'll catch up. So <clears throat> my quote is a Bible verse today because this goes along with one of my songs, my weekly songs or songs of the week, because you're going to see when I get there. Now, I don't know what scripture this is. I did not do my, I want to say it's in Proverbs 31. Oh, it's no, Proverbs 3. 
If y'all hear that noise, I feel like that's my washing machine. Do y'all say washing or washer machine? Anyways, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. Because that's, okay, there's so many versions. If you went to, if you were, um, were raised in a Baptist church, let's all stand for the reading of his word. And I'll be reading from the NIV version. Because I do like the NIV version. The New International Version. And it reads, Trust in the Lord, capital Lord, capital L-O-R-D, with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Um, Thank you. May God bless the readers, hears, and doers of his word. <laughs> you're going to get that if, you're, if you were raised in a Baptist church. Okay, so... That is my quote because literally trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean into your own understanding. Do not lean. Do not think you know what you have going on. What's only the Lord knows. And this goes to my song of the week. So let's go ahead and move over to weekly check-in and we're just going to catch up. The girls are going to catch up today. Well, the girls and guys, because they have guy listeners. We're going to catch up. So, y'all are probably wondering, where have the girls been? Where have I been at? Okay, so let's, first things first. I was on a 21-day fast with Transformation Church. Um, 21 days fasting and praying. I fasted from uh, social medias. So, they were doing the Daniel fast, and you know, that was not placed on my heart by the Lord. <laughs> If you know what the Daniel fast is, it's rarely placed on people's heart, okay? you All you can eat is air and um sales. Yes. So, I did um, no social medias because I do. I'm not saying, I don't think I overindulge on social, me- on social media. But um, I, my, tic- like my time on TikTok was getting a bit high because I really do love TikTok. My, I think that's my favorite social media app. Um. So I fast from all my socials, like literally my Snapchat, my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok. And usually if I fast from all my socials, I'll stay logged into my pa- my podcast um, Instagram so I can like post on there, still release episodes. But this time I was like, you know what? I don't want to um, record at all. Like I really want to focus my time on me on God, on what I need, on what needs to be done. And like, I'll just record whatever when I come back. Cause it's not like I have a bunch of fans where they're going to be like, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Like a few people, but like y'all wasn't fin. It wasn't fin to be a frenzy. Like, Oh my God, the theory of black girl is gone type. So got off all of those. And I will say it was not a challenge at all. It's honestly challenging to want to be on them again. Cause for those of you that have been following my Instagram, you know that my original Twitter that I had, that I had had since like the ninth grade, they suspended it last May during the Panasonic. I don't know what I did for it to get suspended. I used to just be on their mind and my business, but you know, I'm kind of glad it got suspended because it had a lot of things that I should have deleted on there. So we thank God for what growth. So it got suspended. So I had to make another one. 
The other one doesn't have nearly as many followers or nearly as many following. So, and then Twitter is kind of annoying because Twitter is just watching people talk all day and res- people respond to stuff and like people don't know what they be talking about. And it's the same topics, colorism, men being trash, cheating, threesomes, and so on and so forth. It's the same topics all the time. And I just know. Um, so yeah. I got off of those and I just felt very refreshed. Honestly, I just felt super like I woke up and even though, cause okay, even though I haven't been on socials, I've been going to sleep really late because me and my boyfriend be on FaceTime at all hours of the night and I will get to that. Yes, I have a boyfriend. I'm going to get to, I'm, I'm, that's a whole nother section that we're going to discuss because who would have thought, but anyways, so, um, I was still like kind of not getting sleep, but I would still do my devotionals and, um, transformation had a, a Bible, like a devotional on the Bible app, as well as I was already doing, like, I do like four or five devotionals at a time. Cause they all cater to different aspects, um, in my life that I need growth. So I was doing like three on top of, um, already, Sorry, I'm distracted because the Parker's is on my is on my um TV. But I was already doing other devotionals, and so I was just adding that one. And just it was just really eye opening. Like, um, I realized like it asks you questions throughout the day, so I would write those questions and answers down in my um. I have a Christian planner that my mom bought me. And I was just slight, so emotional at the beginning of the fast, just like thinking about like my past or like my past isn't really trash, like, but it's, it definitely like, I def like how I thought my thought process on like a lot of things was just not the vibe. And I mean, maybe I'll just close that one of these days when I get older, but it's my past, but it's still in the rear view, if that makes sense. You know, people would be like, it was in my past, but I can still see it. You know, like it's in my, like it's in my past. I would never partake in certain things again, but it's like in my review, I can still see it. So maybe when it's out my review, I'll, I'll just close it. You know, you never know. Um, but this fast just really worked on me. And one of the areas that really worked on me was kind of like one having stronger faith. So not like I don't believe that God's gonna do things, but I'm about to graduate, as as all of you know. Well, if not, you should know by now. And um, I don't have a job. Um, and it's just really annoying. Not having a job, like I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. I do have a job, like right now, but I mean like a big girl post-grad job it's just really annoying or it was really annoying and like I was getting down a lot because like I didn't have a job I know all y'all thinking like you don't graduate until May well I feel like when you're in engineering you just want a job like a year before you graduate you'd be like where's my job at and that's like kind of how I am like where's my job I applied day and night I've had two interviews um one of the jobs I really really wanted one of the jobs I didn't want um, so yeah, so it definitely increased my faith. And I will say it also allowed me to like, give more grace to people because I'm very hard on people like as a whole, like friends, associates, acquaintances, 
I'm just very hard on people in general, just about like, I don't like to give people second chances because why did you mess up your first chance? You feel me? Like what, why did you mess up your first chance? But I think I came to this conclusion during my fast that like going in negative, like looking at people um, through a negative lens, just like as far as being dependable, like feeling the way towards them, it's just wasting my energy more than it is their energy. Um, and so I'm just like working through that, learning the ins and out of that, how to deal with that. And I would say the fast definitely has just changed my mind and my insight and how I look at things like a full 180. So that's how the fast went really, really well. Um, Okay, still don't have a job, but I'm not necessarily sad. I think I'm more so, I don't think I'll be sad. I think I'll be more so worried. But even if I graduate without a job, I'm not going to be out on the street. It's just the principle of I want to graduate, get a job, take care of myself, do what needs to be done, all of that. Um, so yeah. And then let's see. What else? Oh, so okay, I have a boyfriend. Isn't that just the craziest thing? It's not just the darnest thing. So I have a boyfriend, yes. Um, it just happened about twelve, twelve days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, our week anniversary pass. <laughs> our week anniversary pass. But um, yeah, I got. I had a boy. I have a boyfriend as of January the fourteenth. Um, y'all remember that episode? I don't even know what episode it was, but somewhere in the title, it was like "Shooters Gonna Shoot." I'm pretty sure y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna go see. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, December thirteenth. When I said this is an Isaiah Rashad staying account, shooters gonna shoot. Yes. So in that episode, I'm pretty sure that I talked about how I shot my shot with Kaya's boyfriend's friend. If I'm, I don't know how into detail I went into, I mean, I don't know how deep in detail I went in, but long story short, um, Kaya. Kaya's boyfriend takes pictures. I'm going to just run through this really quick because I don't know if I told it or not. Kaya's boyfriend is really five a photography. Shout out to Lorenzo. And um, I think postman underscore postman, but two A's underscore on Instagram. Go follow him. <clears throat> and Kaya, the K-L-A-N-A, T-H-E-K-L-A-N-A-I. I hope that's their Instagram. So I'm going to go look in a minute. Anyways, um, Lorenzo took a picture of his friend. And I was like, I was going to say his name, but who am I? No one. But I want to like say his name when I post him, when I go see him. Anyways, so Kai sent me the picture. She was like, um, also, this is Lorenzo's friend. Let's call my boyfriend Teddy. <laughs> Let's call him Teddy. <laughs> um, This is Lorenzo's friend Teddy. And I was like, I literally have the screenshot. I said, all right, he's beautiful. Like I can literally see the beauty through the smoke because he was smoking a cigar in the picture or whatever. Um, and I just told Kai like that day, I'm pretty sure I was like, I would like to go with him. I want to go with him. Like we're going to go together. And I really was just talking. Cause like, if you know me, uh, you know, Leo's, we just be like falling in love at first sight. We'd be like, well, I really want to go with him. Oh, I love him. Blah. And so 
um kaya saw him like two more times after that i think and she was like "Ooh, i'm with your boyfriend and teddy and she would send me like a picture of him and i'd be like tell my boyfriend i said hello and i love him whole time he didn't know that any of this was going on lol um should i even should i save the, i'm already talking it's fine whole time he didn't even he doesn't even know that i exist apparently he said he didn't know that i exist but whatever i'll get to that maybe in my uh couch chat and he was like i mean no and so i found his instagram so i was like what's his instagram then i was like too late i found it found his instagram followed him on instagram and i just was like okay this was like mid october mid beginning october and i was like okay you know i'm just going to stake out you know if you know me personally you know i'm a plotter i will plot on someone for months and months and months at a time and just slowly but surely talk my way into something or just you know kind of if I want something, I have to get it. So, follow him. I comment on, like, two of his stories. First time I commented, I was like, your skin is so beautiful. He was like, thank you. I appreciate it with, like, a, with like two brown hearts. But I was like, okay. That was just, like, a regular response. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. Two brown hearts. Like, whatever. And so, then the next time I had accidentally swiped, I had accidentally reacted to something. And I was like, whoops. I did not mean. It was, like, something sad. And I reacted some hard eyes and I was like, LOL, so sorry, did not mean to react to that. He was like, you're good. Third time, he had on this pink do-rag in his Instagram story and something in me was just like, Ebony, just say something. So I commented and I was like, this uh, color do-rag is everything. So we like literally started having a conversation about like do-rags, about hair. You know me, I feel like I'm very charismatic. Like I'm very, and I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> I feel like I'm very captivating in a sense of like, I just like to talk to people. I'm the talker. I like to talk. I'm very outgoing. I'm an, definitely an extrovert. I like to, you know, I like to make people around me just feel good and feel comfortable and like have fun. I like to have fun. So I was just like, you know, wasn't really spitting game. It was more so just really having a conversation. And so and we were like on DM on Instagram for like a full 24 hours. And he was responding back. You know, we was just uh, chopping it up. And so I was texting Kai. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, me and Teddy have been talking on Instagram for like 24 hours now. I was like, I think I'm just finna shoot my shot. Cause what is the worst he's going to be like? No. And if he didn't want to converse, he would not have been responding to my DMs uh, throughout this whole day. And she was like, yeah, go ahead, do it. So then that's when I shot my shot. And I was just like, you know, do you want to go? And I'm just kidding. I didn't say that, but I was just like, you know, um, you just seem really cool and like really, you know, genuine or whatever. And like, I just kind of want to get to know you like as a man. I didn't say as a friend. I did kind of say like, uh, this is me shooting my friendship acquaintance shot because I didn't want him to think I was trying to talk to him just yet because I was 100% trying to go with him. But I just want to like get to know him on a friend level and not make it weird from the beginning. <clears throat> So then with that's when we like just started DMing for like five days on Instagram. Then I was getting off Instagram, so I gave him my number. And ever since then it's just been history. So now we go together. I'll maybe go into more dip during my couch chat. Because I go into dip just like I've been single for like a very, very, very long time. I haven't took anyone I haven't taken anyone really serious um for like hmm. Like, to where I was like, wow, we could really go together. Maybe um, New York Bay, if I ever talked about him. New York Bay back in 2018. But that's even, like, almost, that's, like, two and a half years ago. Um, And then before him, 
I hadn't taken nobody serious since like 2016. So that was like four years, for well, two years, three years, two or three years prior to New York, babe. So basically, and then I always said I've never had a boyfriend because in high school, it doesn't count. So since I've been an adult, I have not had a man, like a boyfriend where I'm like, oh, we go together. Like they asked me and whatnot. <clears throat> no. So I'll get into depth with that more in my couch chat because I do have a boyfriend. And let me tell you why I did just come on and say that because during my fast, I had this idea where I would record over the three weeks. I was like recording vlog footage and like coming on the mic and talking. But then I only came on, the, I was so indulged in like the fast and like trying to get back acquainted with school and just working that I never, like I, I probably recorded vlog footage maybe like four or five times. Um, and then what else? I only came and talk on the mic for like one day and maybe I'll post a little snippet in here somewhere because it was like 30 minutes and I'll post a little something. But yeah, that's my plan. And then I just realized I there's so many things that I want to do that I will literally stress myself out and give myself all these deadlines for no reason, which may I talk about in my couch chat too. just talk about best being a millennial and being a well, technically I'm a Gen Zer, but whatever, just being in this generation and like just wanting to be a creator and having all these ideas and like wanting to do everything all at the same time, who's giving us these deadlines nobody like I was like okay in a month um I want to have my YouTube up and running I want to blah, blah 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 but I just need to calm down so I was just talking about this on my Instagram story too how I told y'all that I was going to have video footage um with my podcast but I'm not I told the fib hold on okay I'm back sorry my computer was acting weird but, um, yeah, I keep putting myself on all these deadlines just for, like, YouTube and, like, getting my YouTube up and running, um, brainstorming about that, like, getting my Instagram back popping, taking pictures, all of this stuff. I just need to relax. Like, I just need to calm down. And I have to literally remind myself of that all the time. Like, Ebony, no one is rushing you. No one is telling you you have to do all of these things. This is literally your platform. You can do it whenever you want to do it. Just, I'm such a perfectionist and I'm such a control freak that I want everything to be perfect right from the beginning. And you have to realize that it takes like progress. You have to progress. You need to see changes. You can't start off. Okay. You can't start off great. And then you already hit your wall. You already hit your peak. So I just have to learn to like kind of work better with myself. Um, so yeah, I already said happy 2021 in my first episode because I posted that like a few days after New Year. My 2021 is going pretty swell. No, uh, I mean we're still in the Panasonic. I still be staying in the house. Um, yeah, I do. I 100% travel shame, and I 100% um hookah lounge and a uh, club shame. So if you don't like that, I'm so sorry, but I do shame those of you that do that and act like we're not in a panoramic. So yeah, my 2021 is going really great. Um, I can't really complain. School, school is school. Um, I'm tired of group projects and I'm honestly, I'm not like everyone. I don't, I don't dislike group projects. Okay.
I actually really do like group projects if I have a good group, but I feel like the past two times I've had group projects, um, my group right now isn't horrible, but they like to do things last minute. And there's like two or three members that don't be doing nothing. And it really just grinds my gears. Like, I just hate last minute stuff. I need everything to be on time. So yeah, I would probably, if I was y'all's group member, y'all probably would hate me because I'm very naggy about who did you do this? Did you do that? When we're going to do this? When we're going to do that? So, oh, well. Um, what else? I'm gonna talk about that in my couch chat relationship slash life balance of uh, Florida. So my oh, forgot my me and my boyfriend are long distance. He was in Al. He was in Alabama. Uh, when we met and first started conversing, he had been in Alabama for a minute because he went to Huntington. Um, but then he he's from Florida though. He's from Florida, so he moved back. But. Remember when I said a few episodes ago, oh my gosh, I would never do long distance. <laughs> Actually, not even a few episodes, maybe like at the beginning stages of my podcast. Um, That's hilarious. LOL. But yeah, we are long distance. He's like eight and a half hours away-ish. And it's honestly not as hard as I thought it was Um, when somebody really likes you and they treat you like a priority, they make time for you regardless of the circumstances um yeah he's just so great I just be I just be want to talk up a storm about him but yeah it's really not that difficult you know so and then the last thing oh okay so I'm making a if you have followed me, you do y'all should follow me on Instagram. If you don't, I don't know what's going on. My Instagram is um at ebunny, so underscore E B U N N Y Y. And then on the podcast Instagram is Ethereal Black Girl underscore. Let me see. Yes, Ethereal Black Girl underscore is it's the podcast Instagram. Please, not now, Jesus. <clears throat> As you know, TDE, well, first of all, let's start by saying that um, Kendrick Lamar is like my favorite rapper ever in life. And then Isaiah Rashad is a close, when I say close, I mean close second. But TDE as a whole um, label, even though they're very inconsistent and I heard that they are just very unprofessional and, and whatnot, I really do love them. I do love the whole camp. I love everyone that's on that label and there's just so much talent and so I'm making the TDE mix. I'm going to play some of it during my uh, weekly song, but as per usual, the weekly song is a whole mini concert. So, um, I finally making the TDE mix and this is one, something that I'm not putting a deadline or a time limit on, um, sorry, I'm watching the Parkers. But this is, um, what? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me stop getting distracted. But TDE Mix. I've been wanting to work on one for a minute. I started working on one with the Garage Band. Um, and that's probably not the most efficient way. I really don't know what the most efficient way is to even work on a mix. But I just feel like for the most part, um, for the most part, it's been the easiest for me to do it within there. So yeah, I'm excited. It's it's actually sounding 
very good for right now. It's sounding hella good. Um, a few tweaks. I'm a perfectionist, so this is going to take a, a lot of months. At least, um, I would say at least like four or five months or at least three, four months. I want it to be about 30, 40 minutes. So, yeah. All right. So, that's all I have to say. Uh, we're on to... What are we on to? Sorry, I'm really distracted. Okay, let me turn my TV off because I keep getting distracted. We're really on to Weekly Obsession. So let's head over to that. Okay, so my week, I only have two weekly obsessions, or sorry, three, or no, two, two, two. Okay, so my first weekly obsession is the Parkers. Obviously, as you heard in the last segment, I couldn't stop watching it. Um, I just randomly started watching uh, the Parkers last week, and I, I was just like, you know what? I've watched most of Girlfriends. I've watched some Moesha. I've watched all of 101. Um, let me just start the Parkers because I used to kind of watch the Parkers, but not for real, for real. So I started watching and why did I forget how good it was? I forgot how freaking good this show was. The fits on here from uh, Nikki and Kim used to be fine. And why I low-key like when, when um Monique was bigger. I really liked her when she was bigger like this. She she still is really pretty. Monique is always been beautiful, but she was just the baddest when she was like nice and big, nice and plump. Um and then why did people think that um Kim was fat in Moesha? Because Kim is not even fat. Every time I watch the show, I'm like, what? And then also, I don't remember. I'm on season two. Um, so I already knew that Stevie was going to end up dating somebody black on the show. I didn't know it was Hakeem from Moesha. Why did I think it was T? Are her and T going to start, going to start dating or did I just make that up also? I don't know. Either way, love the show. The fits was fine. Everything is just fine about that show. So, yeah, my second obsession is this podcast that I just discovered like a few weeks ago. It's called Poor Minds, P-O-U-R Minds. They like drink and like talk. So the hosts give me like city girls. Um, I don't know. She just reminds me, not she, there is two. One of them, their Instagram, just go look on Poor Minds Podcast or, or something like that. It's this girl named Lex P. Another one named is Drea. And they just give me real city girl vibes. And I love every piece of it because I am not a city girl. But I just love when people be having. They are just very like, I don't know. They're not annoying. I really like them. So their podcast be like partial. Them just talking about their lives, basically. Um, talking about the BDBs they be talking to. Uh, BDB is a big D baller. Um, that's what the BDB is, and D as in, you know, my parents might be listening. I can't say it. Um, I think you know, dudes with just a lot of money. Um, 
they were talking about how, you know, they were talking to BDBs, living their life, um, how they started from the bottom, had to elevate up there. And they're in their late. Drea is like 29. Lex P is like 31. Now, at first, was I like, hmm, that is a bit old to have this BDB behavior. But then I said, you know what? It's their life. If they like it, I love it. So I've been um, watching like the live footage on YouTube. For some reason, I like watching podcast live footage versus listening to it. I will listen to it. I don't. I have no problem. But there is specifically, maybe because they're just really cute. They're just really pretty. Um, just very nice to look at. And like the facial expressions, everything is just, they're pure comedy. Everything is just really hilarious. Um, so... Yeah, I've been watching them. Go check them out. Poor Minds Podcast on YouTube. And I want to say it's Poor Minds on uh, Apple Podcast, but I don't know. But I've been listening to their episodes like my life depends on it for like the past few weeks. <sighs> Let me go figure out what it is. So I can tell y'all. It is their call. It is called... Uh, Horrible decisions. Never listened to that before. Oh, it is called. Me. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. 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 I just want to click on the profile. Poor Minds Podcast. So pour like pour a glass of wine. Minds Podcast. And they're just, I love them. Um, some people don't like them because they just be, you know, getting a little explicit, but I love it. I love a good explicit podcast. Okay. And then uh, Lex P, she's a Leo and sometimes she be saying stuff and I be like, why, why are we the same person? I just don't be talking to the BDBs, but why are we the same person? So yeah, those are my two weekly obsessions, the Parkers and, um, Poor Minds and yeah, go obviously everyone's seen the parkers if you haven't seen the parkers i don't know what's really going on but um yeah definitely listen to poor minds on youtube and on um apple podcast so yeah let's get let's move on to um songs of the week I got a big bank facing on a mother. Okay. So I have so many songs of the week, but who would I be Ebony if I didn't have hella songs of the week? I think not. So let's see. I have one, two, three, four, and then kind of four and a half. Okay. So one of these, one of these songs is old. Everybody should know it, but it's been on my heart. I guess because I've been in a lovey-dovey mood. Um, that one song is a gospel song. One song is a song I discovered, kind of. And then one is a new song. Like I always said, I want to include, start including um new songs and just like keep my mic on while I listen to it and kind of react to it. Um. So yeah. Okay. So the first song we all know it. It is my first love by Avant. It came on in the car the other day. Um. Yeah, it came on in the car the other day and I was just thinking about my boyfriend and I don't love him yet. It's very soon. Like I met him almost three months ago, 
it's very soon, but I was just thinking like, ooh, I really love him as a person. <laughs> no, seriously though. I just really like him, like love him as a person. But you know how there's different types of love. But I was listening to my first love and I was just singing it. And um, I was just like, you know, we really go together. <laughs> I'm not going to get used to it. We really go together. So I was listening to my first love. And if you don't know this song, then I don't know what to tell you. This is my first love by Avant. Also, have y'all ever noticed that Avant looks like R. Kelly? Or is that rude? Should I just keep that comment to myself? Because this is a R, no R. Kelly zone. I don't even want you to even utter, breathe, think about any R. Kelly. Um, but I just saw Avant from the side. I was like, dang, he looked like R. Kelly. But okay. Um, let's listen to my first love. I was singing um at the beginning of the podcast so that was my first love by Avon I'm pretty sure you have all heard that before it's on my wedding playlist because from my understanding I will not have a first love other than my husband <laughs> so next <clears throat> this is the gospel song that I was talking about so you know I read Proverbs 3 5 trust in the Lord with all your heart well do y'all know who Todd Delaney is no, I have some saints in the house because Todd Delaney, he looks mad young, actually, but he just be producing and producing. OK, he not even producing. He's a singer. Well, he probably does produce a lot of gospel artists do also produce their stuff. But um, he just makes really great music. And I heard this song first um, during Transformation Church. Um, Transformation Church, their praise and worship is like the best praise and worship I have ever seen in my life. So they were singing this song, um, and I fell in love and I had been looking for it and I was like, dang, what is that song? So I just typed it in, I found it. And so here we are. So this is, uh, Proverbs three, trust in the Lord 
And yeah, so let's listen to that. Who we say forsake? that <clears throat> and that is just a good praise bop okay like the beat just the beat and everything is just a bop the words are a bop the execution is a bop i don't know if y'all can hear me snapping <laughs> everything is just a bop by the end not to mention todd delaney low-key is fine and i love me a fine gospel artist so that was trust in the lord next we have a song by uh coyla ray um it's called do better i found this off of poor minds the podcast that i was talking about during my weekly check-in um i think lex p because i think me and her listen to a lot of similar music she said something about this new artist i forgot what song she said she liked but i went to go when i find a new artist i like to go back in their discography and like see what they had going on so i went to listen to an ep called mm, i honestly forgot let me go look i'm I'm looking right now um it is called uh, 
she is so cute too it's called now or never it just came out last year that's the ep now and never uh koi liray or liray c-o-i-l-e-r-a-y and her single do better is really just when i say goes in the car i mean goes in the car okay and she like she's so diverse like i feel like no two songs on this um ep or album whatever it is sound the same so this is a uh, corley ray do better let's listen to that Took a little bit of time, now we running all money so righteous Whole team got a bag, yeah, they so mad, niggas don't like us And every time I hit them all, I'ma buy it all and check no prices All my niggas really with it, had to come and shoot shit up like ISIS Gotta make sure I do better, make sure my next move better Make sure my team do better, that's my brother, right or wrong Ain't none of us went to college, but we got racks in our pockets Yeah, goofy and they can't stop us, yeah, bitch, we hot like lava They, they always right beside me in case a bitch come try it, don't care if you don't like me. Yeah, bitch, I'm life for the party. I turned up and I'm cocky. Yeah, these bitches can't stop me. Took a little bit of time, now we run it all, money so righteous. Whole team got a bag, yeah, they so mad, niggas don't like us. And every time I hit them all, I'ma buy it all and check no prices. All my niggas really with it, had to come and shoot shit up like ISIS. Gotta make sure I do better, make sure my next move better, make sure my team do better. That's my brother, right or wrong. Gotta make sure I do better, make sure my next move better, make sure my team do better, do better, do better, yeah. Loyalty, loyalty, it go a long way, fucking opinion. What they all say, can't deal with the face shit. They run me the wrong way. There for the gang in the hallway. Come running as soon as you call me. Now we all balling. We pull up and hop out of foreign. Put on the gas, no type of stalling. Now we all over the map when we touring. And I got a big crib, it's enormous. And my money gon' run like an orbit. Got my foot on their necks, I'm on them. Got my foot on their necks, I'm on them. Took a little bit of time, now we run it all. Money so righteous. Whole team got a bag, yeah, they so mad, niggas don't like us. And every time I hit them all, I'ma buy it all and check no prices. All my niggas really with it, had to come and shoot shit up like ISIS Gotta make sure I do better, make sure my next move better Make sure my team do better, as my brother, right or wrong Gotta make sure I do better, make sure my Okay that was such a bop. I have in my uh, beats. Well, I have all my beats. And that was really just a bop. So that was Do Better, uh, Coyle Ray. On her EP, Now or Never. Um, she, I know she has a song with Gunna on there. She has kind of like a reggae Afrobeats song on there. I don't really know anything about her. I did not go and stalk her like I usually do artists. Didn't look at her um, ethnicity, her nationality, how old she is, any of that. I just kind of... Um, just let her do what she does so yeah so do better coiler ray this next one okay so i'm gonna play a little bit of my tde mix i think if i can get it to come in here i'm trying to see if it's even here okay yes it is in here oh lol no it's not oh yes it is no it's not okay i switched oh yes it is okay so I'm going to play a little snippet of the mix and um, I doubt any copyright or anything um, because I mean, it's not really any of the whole songs, you know? So yeah, I'm going to play that. Let's listen to that now. Every nigga is a star. 
101 said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, way belligerent and drunk. Talking out his head, philosophing on what the Lord had done. He said, Kid, I can you pray for me? It's been a fucked up day for me. I know that you anointed, show me how to overcome. He was looking for some closure, hoping I can bring him closer to the spiritual. My spirit do no better, but I told him I can sugarcoat the answer for you. This is how I feel. If somebody killed my son, that means somebody getting killed. Tell me what you do for love, loyalty and passion up. All the memories Collected moments you can never touch. I wait in front of niggas spot and watch him hit his block. I catch a nigga leaving service if that's all I got. I chip a nigga, then throw the blow in his lap. Walk myself to the court like bitch, I did that. Ain't no black power when your baby killed by a coward. I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. I got, I got, I got, I got. I feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah. 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 I had a double with a donut out in Dublin. Tell a bitch, talk dirty to my other head. Yeah, the prison wall of water fountain with a liquor call. If them bitches call, I'm the better rig. Yeah, I got quit fucking with that medicine. Guilt trips, give me still flips in a pair of kids. This my enemy, this my bro, this my other bitch. What you wanna do on the real? Just some gutter shit. I feel so dirty when I pitch it right. Yeah, I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah, I think my hoe might be the preacher wife. Yeah, I mean my hoe might be the sneaker type. Yeah, I got some dope, I got some dope to ship. Yeah, I heard you up and on that overkill. Yeah, you probably dumb me when I'm over here. Yeah, I might put popping for my mama for my. Yeah, I had a double with a donut out in Dublin. Tell a bitch, talk dirty to my other head. Yeah, the prison wall of water fountain with a liquor call. If them bitches call, I'm the better rig. Yeah, I got quit fucking with that medicine. Guilt trips, give me 
still flips in a parrot kiss. This my enemy, this my bro, this my other bitch. What you wanna do on the real? Just some gutter shit. So cow cutter, I smile for the fuck of it. East side nigga, chat town with a funnel cake. Ink pen got me more bands than my brother make. Resonate, put that fed away. Let me elevate. Thank God for my bank card and my getaway. That's a cool bitch. What's my doubt? Just the other day. That's a cool bitch. Was my dog? This the other day. Living do pivot. Are you down? Are you hungry? Ooh, ooh, say it loud. Tell your friends I got honey dick. Dudes who done had the worst time be the funniest. Back when they call me a kind, I was running shit. Vision is 640 something, but I'm kicking it. Wait, I was taught as a lil. It's only pimping, bitch. You just get it and live and watch the chemistry. Look now, find me a pill. I got another string. Blacked out, tripping again. Niggas don't mix with us. Ain't this special like just because backpack full of that wrist and long. That's just a little snippet. <laughs> or maybe half of it, because I think I've only done like seven minutes of it. I do know already that I haven't worked on it in about a week. I want to condense the I mean by Isaiah Rashad part. I don't want it to play all the way through regular. I want it to start off in the beginning, then skip to the part that I already skipped it at, but I don't want to bring it back to the beginning if what i just said makes any sense so yeah that's what i have so far um that little snippet took a very long time because i went through so many songs like having to figure out like the bpms of certain songs um it's just so stressful what blends with what what goes with what what sounds good after what not having to use too much of one artist because i can already foresee myself using with too much kendrick I can already feel it, but it's perfectly fine, you know, because he is the face. He is the Beyonce of the group. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so that's that my TDE mix. I don't, I'm not going to put a date on when, um, it's released because who even knows when it's going to come out? You feel me? So with that being said, this is our last song of the day or sorry, song of the week. It's a John Legend song. So John came out me john like i know him john legend came out with a new um whatchamacallit a new album it's called hmm, what is it called i'm about to find out look on my spotify it's called something with love good hmm, i don't want to tell them all information i'm about to look It is called Bigger Love. Aha. It's called Bigger Love, and I have not listened to any of it whatsoever. 
Um, yeah, so I picked a song and the song that I picked today is, if I'm not mistaken, it's called, I'm unprepared. It's called Ooh La. It's the first song. So I was trying to figure out what song I wanted to pick for for um, me to listen to. So I'm just going to listen to the first song. I feel like the first song of an album tells a lot about what the album is going to be about, what it's going to be, you know, made of. So let's just go ahead and listen to Ooh La by John Legend. Ooh La, Ooh La. His voice is so smooth. Listen. Come and give me wasted. This is dedicated to that ooh Run into me real quick. I'll be going This is giving me lunch. Lunch um table beats. Make me wait. I've been thinking about it all day. Come on, John. What I want the second the I'm home. It's oh oh. Come on, John. Come on, John. Now you get a sexual freaking dicky. Oh oh. Oh oh. Whoa. 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 Don't smack it, flip it, rub it. Okay. You know I'm romantic. I cross the Atlantic for that ooh I wear my best tuxedo and you can undress me and we go ooh Make me wait. I've been thinking about Snacky, rub it down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whoa. 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 Rub it down. Hey. that was not what i was expecting coming from john legend not whatsoever whatsoever i did not know that he was gonna come out with like a that's gonna be in a movie that's gonna be in some rom-com this year or next year or that's gonna be on some insecure episode mark my words insecure Issa ray if you hear me put that in i'm i'm a d i'm about to dm her Put Ula in your first insecure episode. I need it to be um 
a sex montage of her and Lawrence with Ula playing in the background because I need her and Lawrence to be back together. I mean, you already know how the situation. Not somebody getting beat up. You already know how the um situation's gonna be. Um, after you, you feel me. If you watched the last season, I don't want to give it away for those of you who haven't, but just know Condoleezza needs to let it go. So that was Ula by John Legend off his new album, Bigger Love, that came out last year. And I think I'm going to listen to that tonight as I'm cooking because, hmm, that just did it for me. That intro did it for the girls. I really like that. Yeah. He hit the notes like the beat was really like boom, boom, cat, boom, 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 cat type. But he was like singing about having sex. He says, smack it, flip it, rub it down. That's my kind of song, John. Okay, so yeah, those are all my songs of the week. Um, I'm going to put them in the um, podcast details because I just did a lot this week. So let's move into couch chat, which is honestly just a compilation of things. So let's go. Okay, so my couch chat is honestly going to be about um, the easy but kind of like difficult transition I've had to make from being single to being in a relationship. So a little bit about my background, my dating background. I said this in my weekly check-in, but I'm just going to reiterate. I have been single since... um, like single, like without a boyfriend, like without me calling someone my boyfriend, I have been single since high school and I really have been single like my whole life. Um, I just always liked or like always was in that predicament of getting to know more than one person at a time or like kind of dating slash talking to someone, but then it not really going anywhere. Most of the time out of me like seeing something that I don't like and feeling like it's just unbearable to deal with. So I would just kind of end things. I would kind of go, so I kind of disappear. So like all my life, that's just what it's been like me talking, getting to know people. Um, especially in high school, I was very big on having a roster, even like before I met my boyfriend. Well, actually no, last year I wasn't really that big on having a roster, Last year, I really was kind of like everybody leave me alone and I was dating and dibbling and dabbling here and there, but it was like nothing for real. But before, like, um, I, I talked to someone seriously when I was a freshman, but that didn't go anywhere and thank the Lord, but, um, or that it went somewhere, but it didn't go into like a long relationship. And then after that, I kind of just like did and dabble, you know, like just kept, always kept a roster and not even like I was a person that went out like <clears throat> was like, oh, yeah, like if we go to the bar, like, oh, yeah, I'm finna pick up X, Y, and Z amount of dudes. It was kind of just like be I would just happen to find myself with the little roster um, more often than not. So. And, like, I don't, I personally don't see anything wrong with the roster. I feel like as long as you are not having sex 
with everybody on your roster. And I feel like everybody, if everybody on your roster understands that you were dating around, that you were talking to different people, then I feel like it's fine. So transparency and then um health and cleanliness. So like not sticking your penis in everything or not letting penises stick you all the time. Um, And then I would like to say that like, obviously everyone is always like, I want to be in a relationship. Like I, I desire this. And that's all great and dandy. I understand that. But like I was even though I was I was raised in like um my parents were married. I don't know why I had to pause. I couldn't think. My parents were married. And so I grew up like seeing marriage, you know. <clears throat> but my parents never emphasized really like getting married. Like obviously I saw it. So like it, we and we talked about marriage all the time, husbands and wives and stuff. But um, my parents were never like, oh, like you need a husband or like you need to do this. They were my parents were always like teaching us how to be independent. Like you need to get your money first. You need to go to school, get your edu- get a good education, get a good job, take care of yourself, be financially stable, like live the life that you want to live. And if you you feel me, if you get a man then that's fine if not that's also okay which I mean obviously not okay because I'm a firm believer that God intends for all of us to have some type of part earthly partner but that's just my opinion but that's so that's another discussion um but they like so like I like knew that I wanted to get married I guess but me and my there was a point in my time where me and my sister were well, my sister is married now actually Ella will her husband have been married for like almost three years and been together for maybe like seven years or so but or seven or eight years but yeah there was a time me and my me and my sister literally were like I don't want to get married like I don't want to have a husband I just want to make money and just live a lovely life and that's so strange coming from like two two people that grew up like around marriage and stuff but it was just an emphasis so much of money and, you know, taking care of yourself. And like still to this day, that's still like making money, like taking care of myself, being independent when I'm in the position to be independent. Um. Yeah, I. So, yeah, that's just and then like I grew my sister. I'm not going to go into my sister's past, but my sister is just a changed woman. But like. She used to have, and before she met her husband, she used to have rosters in high school and stuff. So I kind of used to peep her and be like, well, that's what I'm going to do. And so that's just kind of how that came about. So throughout college, I've just been doing that. And like, there was really a point in time where I was just like, I just don't think that maybe God didn't intend for me to get in a relationship or to be married because I literally felt like I could not like emotionally connect with people. I don't know what was going on, but like, Nobody was piquing my interest, at least for a long period of time, or like no one was doing what I needed them to do. Um, Or we would have differences in like communication styles or like their just their future plan goals and plans were not just they were not what I needed and what I wanted and things were just were not lining up. And I was literally I would literally like not like someone past like two or three weeks anytime my friends would I would tell my friends like oh I like x y and z they'll be like that won't be for long (laughs) which isn't funny or like they'll be like I used to say I have interest in someone I would never be like I like somebody 
so me being single was not even I never like it obviously I feel like when you're single you're gonna at least be sad sometimes like dang I really do wish I like I had one person that I could just you know do x y and z with but like I loved being like I, I was content with where I was at um and so was my boyfriend like he we like kind of have the same um past like he was single for a minute he was very content with being single he just didn't keep a like he just didn't too much care about talking and dating multiple people and like getting to know people and stuff um so yeah that's my past so getting into a relationship I did not know I well I didn't know this was coming I mean, I did know it was coming, but I didn't know it was coming so soon. Um, It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It just came out of the blue, you know, things were just going really well. And like, sometimes I will say, because this couch is going to be all about being transparent and being honest about just a lot of stuff. But it sometimes when you're so used to things not going good or like when you're used to just losing interest in someone when something is going too well like you be having question marks like there's been and it's very rare but there's been times where me and my boyfriend were like before I even became like before we were in a relationship we were just like talking we went from like being friends like acquaintances like getting to know each other to talking like expressing like you know I like you I see you in my future which he actually said something first but anyways to then us being in a relationship but um there was times like it was going too well and I was just like what is going on or I was just like this can't be like all this there has to be a catch like I'm always thinking there has to be a catch something else has to be going on like you can't this can't just be the end all be all like everything's going pretty good he like has all the qualities internal qualities and the external oh, the external Jesus but anyways the <laughs> he has all the internal and external qualities that I wanted that used to be on my list that I threw away and I'm just like it's going well like the like the attraction physical and like internal attraction is like equal we have like the same mindset same beliefs same morals like it's just he's very um expressive also side note my boyfriend is a cancer and I don't know why I'll be talking trash about dating cancers because this is like the best I love it here I really do it's like the best time they're just so emotional and so loving and caring at first they're kind of like hard to crack you'd be like so are you trying to go with me or not (laughs) but they're like they're so loving so caring so expressive like talk about someone expressing that they want to be with you and that they care about you and that they just want they're just thinking about you all the time that is a cancer to the fullest now he's a cancer i'm a leo uh you know in hindsight does that seem like a bad mixture i don't really know because i didn't go look up i got i've never looked up our compatibility because i felt like we were compatible like since day one so I never like went to go look up Zodiac compatibility and yes I do be looking at stuff like that not like it don't be do or die like oh he a Scorpio I don't want to talk to him but just like I think it's pretty interesting astrology is pretty interesting to me so um 
just the process of everything, just transitioning from friends. Like, and even though we weren't friends for that long, I will say I've always said this and I've, I've never had like a, a, a situation start off like this. I shot my acquaintance shot as in like we were just texting just like about like getting to know each other like regular stuff it wasn't no babe this baby this boo this snookums <laughs> snookums that it wasn't nothing about love languages until like farther down the line but it was really just on some like good morning hope you have a great day at work or how was your day talking about each other's families like just regular friend stuff nobody even was like we didn't even start like complimenting each other, like telling each other, like, oh, you are so fine, blah, 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 um, until like a month or a month would have been like December. Yeah. Until like a month or like a month and a half, maybe two months. We, we was not like all, all on each other. Like, oh, you so fine, blah, blah, blah. We was just like really chill on some like, cause at first I was, I generally was like, okay. And I tell him this all the time. I literally like did not I didn't not think he was attracted to me but I guess I'm so used to people like off rip being up my butt like you are so fine you're so this you're so that like he was just very chill very smooth like very he's a very easygoing person um and so I was just like dang so he really is just gonna be my friend I mean that's fine I wasn't tripping but I was like we really just gonna be friends out here but he was like, he always tells me like, no, since I, since you follow me on Instagram, I literally was like, who is this girl? And he was like, but like, I'm never, I'm not one to really like approach somebody like that. So I was just like, oh, like she's really pretty, blah, blah, whatever. But like now he tells me that like every other text message, <laughs> every other whatever. So I would say having a friend foundation is so important because it's the most comfortable I've ever felt. Like when I say comfortable, I mean comfortable and it takes me a very long time to get comfortable like when I say it takes me mm, just a long time not even just with men in general like a lot, sometimes my friends would be like they didn't even think I was gonna open up to them for such a long time which I don't but yeah it's just it takes a long time but I just we're just really comfortable with each other like I feel like I've known him my whole life so with just my past and transitioning, it hasn't even really been a transition. It's literally just kind of been like, I have to, I have to put my time during the day in other places. I can't just have all the time to myself. Cause if you know me, you know, once I'm, I'm in school right now. So when I'm in school mode, <clears throat> then I'm in school mode. So like I, it's school, school, school. Um, oh, oh, sorry. I'm watching. I'm still watching the Parkers and Andale and Nikki's baby daddy is kissing. Why ain't nobody? See, I get distracted. We'll get to that later. Um, I'm in school mode, school, school, school. I'll be in the library for like eight, nine, ten hours at a time. But since Corona, I will be like at my kitchen counter at my desk, like just typing away doing whatever on all three of my computers like school 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 um and then I work now so like work in school I'll be doing my school work at work 
So having to fit someone into that time, it's not even stressful because you honestly sometimes don't be, unfortunately, don't even be wanting to do nothing else. You be just wanting to talk to them all the time and be like, not your responsibilities. But thankfully, um, my boyfriend does not allow me to do that. Like he'd be like, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You can call me back or like we can be on the phone, but I'm going to be playing the game or watching like haircut videos or something because he cuts hair. Um, sorry, because he's a barber cuts hair sounds so ugh, gives me like sports clips he's a barber um <laughs> um but yeah he like holds me accountable and vice versa like when we have stuff we have to do so that's like I would say the biggest transition not even really and I used to say like my like having to be selfless but I'm realizing that I'm a very selfless person in general you know that, have you ever met somebody that like wanted to buy somebody a gift like the second day they met them? That'd be me when I like really like somebody because I really do. I wanted to buy them like five gifts in like the first two weeks. So yeah, I think that's just a transition. Having to make sure that I'm not like, I wouldn't say not neglecting because I because I'd be wanting to talk to him. But balancing like work, school, myself and um him and then also like the gym and like the podcast and stuff juggling all those things if school would get out the equation then it wouldn't get my vibe <laughs> um so yeah that has been really interesting and then I will say like long distance so I used to talk trash about long distance all the time like oh no I'm pretty sure like I was thinking about how I'm getting cheated on or x y and z honestly like I feel like our communication would be no I also say it wouldn't be this great if we weren't long distance, but I feel like it would be the same. But when you're long distance, I honestly and truly feel like you have to force yourself to communicate. Like we all were always sending each other pictures, like random pictures of stuff, what we're doing throughout the day or uh, selfies. We're always sending each other videos. So like of what we're eating, of if we're at work, what we're doing, we're always doing stuff like that. So uh, I feel like, he be here even though he's not here technically like I feel like just how we communicate and then we FaceTime all the time for like four and five hours at a time so I mean <clears throat> it's long distance but I mean I could just see him in three weeks that's the bad now that is the part where I'd be like dang because like um how do I worry this without incriminating myself I'll just say when you really want to see somebody and you can't just call them be like I'm finna pull up you have to like book a flight. <laughs> you have to like book a flight and all of these things to see them. That's like when it gets difficult, but I mean, I don't really care because either way, I'm going to see my man. So that's in the air. So that's all I kind of want to talk about. Just me transitioning my past, like my thought process. It honestly, and I always used to say like, it would be a hard transition or like I would feel weird, but I feel no different than before I was in a relationship. It's just, what is that noise? Oh, the car. It's just like my best. I feel like I'm. it's just my best friend. Like, it's just your best friend. You can just kiss them and stuff. That's really, <laughs> that's really all it is. Like, that's my dog. That's like my best friend. I like talk to, I probably talk to him when I talk to anybody else besides like my mom and stuff. But we just like, I feel like we tell each other everything. We talk about everything. Like, we're very transparent, very comfortable. Like, I feel like that's just my dog so yeah 
that's all I want to talk about for my couch chat. Just kind of like my mindset and my process for like getting into a relationship. And then also I do want to talk about Valentine's Day because we do know Valentine's Day is coming up. And I have not had a Valentine. I cannot tell you the last time I had a Valentine. Mm, I probably the last time I probably had a Valentine was in high school. More than likely. I probably had a Valentine like in like maybe like the tenth or eleventh grade, maybe. Um, and it wasn't nothing serious. So I have like a real Valentine, which he asked me to be his Valentine before we were even in a relationship. And we were just gonna like ship each other our gifts. But I'm going down there the week after um valentine's day so actually like four days after i'm going on the 18th so lol i have uh, some things up my sleeve i have some things planned i'm rubbing my hands like birdman y'all can't see me but i have some things up my sleeve some things planned i think this is like my first valentine's day with a real valentine in my in my adult life i just have so many ideas i just want to come to fruition so i'm just excited um and I always used to say men are hard to shop for, but they're really not because like pajama, like I'm going to get us some matching silk pajamas, but I already told him that. So it's not a surprise. And he does not even listen to my podcast. I'm pretty sure. But, um, and then like men like stuff like cologne, like clothes, like t-shirts, maybe like shoes, you know, smell good items, self-care items, maybe some face stuff, maybe like some dove men's care, a beard kit, candy, little stuff like that. Candles and stuff it's like they're very easy to shop for. They're easier to shop for than us. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for the trip. And I've never been. He's like technically from he's like not from Tampa, but he's from somewhere that's close to Tampa. So I'm going to Tampa and I've never been to Tampa before. And I need a vacation anyways. I need to go to somebody's beach, somebody's water because this Panasonic panoramic peninsula is really just killing my vibe for the past year or so so i'm excited to go there and i'm staying in a really nice hotel and so so yeah it's cute but that's what i was talking about for my couch chat so i guess we can move on to wwed so let's go I know I said WWED, but I really want to do Breaking Black right now. So that's what we're going to do. If you don't recall, Breaking Black is just, you know, news for the blacks. I can't call it news for the blacks, though, because that just sounds not right. Breaking Black, you know, just shady room tea, social media tea, any foolery that's going on. You know, all the good stuff. So <clears throat> let's talk about this Danny Lay yellow bone colorism sneaky business situation. Okay, so supposedly, apparently, actually, let's find the clip. How about we just do that? Let's find the clip um, of what she said about, so she made a song, Yellow Bone, and I guess there's a lyric in there that's called, um, let's listen to the song. I'm not going to put it on the file. Let's just listen to it off my phone because that's just, that's not a lot of work, but enough work for me to not want to do it. So let me see. Yellow bone. Danny Lay thinks <laughs> not somebody made a podcast. About it. Not somebody made a podcast. 
where is Danny Lee? I guess I guess she put it on her um I guess she put it like a snippet on her Instagram or something. But I'm just gonna play it for you guys. Here it goes. This is this was her apology about it. Hey guys, it's Danny Lay and I just wanted to address um what's going on with me right now. Um, I think it's super important because I definitely feel misunderstood. Like I feel like my song Yellow Bone is what he want got the world raffled into thinking I said that's what the world wants. Like, no, like I just speaking on my man, that's what he wants, that's what he has. Like when I make music, I'm in the studio vibing, turning up, but he was with his like, mood. I'm just making music. It was cool, like it was just to turn me up real quick. That's how I make music. Like it wasn't really meant to be something that people took so deeply. And I understand like colorism is a real thing and I guess you could say I wasn't as knowledgeable in that topic, but I wasn't thinking so deeply into it when I was making this song. And it's like, also, I see a lot of brown-skinned women making music about their skin types. And it's like, why can't I? Like, you see me, I'm light-skinned. I Dang consider please. myself a yellow bone. I just, that's my definition of it. That's just how I felt at the time. It wasn't even a song I released. I just made a trailer. I was wearing all yellow. I had yellow hair. I was like, oh, it's cute. Let me make a trailer real quick. I didn't think it was going to blow over like that at all. And then to call me a colorist, to call me a racist, is like, yo, <laughs> How I'm dating a whole chocolate man. I have beautiful melanin. Not like a black friends. friend. Like it's like y'all really took it there when it's like nah. Like let's. <laughs> it's not about that. That's not where I was coming from. I don't see my skin as a privilege. I never looked at myself as better than anybody, more superior. It wasn't even about that. Not it was superior. Just me making a cocky ass song. Like I'm sorry. Like I offended you guys. Like it was not my intention at all. And you know. Yeah, that's, the I know you guys don't know me, that's why I felt like it was important to get on here and speak, so at least you can feel me and hear my voice, speak on it, because I was going to write girl. something up, but I was like, no, nah, let me just speak on it, so y'all can feel me, so, yes, I'm sorry, and hopefully this is something we can get past. Okay, so I honestly, I, I don't think she's sick. <laughs> Sorry, somebody said the same thing I said in the comments because that's what her man like. Isn't his baby mama dark chocolate? But pretty sure he just like women. Okay, baby, what is a melon for? What is a melon for? <laughs> Sorry, let me start reading the comments. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so apparently, not Ella will you a monkey nigga? Hold on. Well, hold on, y'all. So they pulled up, they did the okie doke, pulled up a tweet from 2012. Um, ooh, not, she's not even black. And you're saying, nigga. Hold on. Me, do <laughs> me doing my research. Child. Okay, because I'm, I feel like I can see two, even though I am very dark skinned, very melanated. Not her apology only makes it worse. What the Danny Lay controversy reveals about the desirability hierarchy. Ooh, not y'all getting a whole tippy on the girls. So, um, I want to know. She's, oh, she's five. She's 26. She's from Miami. She's Hispanic and something else. But that's just no story because people be letting Cardi B say nigga also, which y'all already know how I feel about that. If I haven't talked about that before on the show, then 
Okay, so it's a lot of movement going on. This is what I would, this is, I'll say this. If I, I need to hear the song. Because honestly, if it would have been like a yellow bone, that's what he liked. I, I don't know if I would have been like, what the heck? But on the flip side, I am very passionate about colorism. Um, One being like, I've gotten in like arguments with uh one of my friends about colorism because they didn't believe in light skin privilege and like a whole the whole nine um i will say she could have kept that apology because that was not even a, i'm sorry that was more so like i'm sorry y'all are offended but i was just getting a vibe you know she could have really if she said that you know stand on that hill die on that hill you feel me um but I will say I don't know how to feel because part at first I was like what the, I opened Twitter and I first saw it, um, and I was just like what? Well, hey, and okay, I'm not gonna even say who tweeted something about it because one he looks like a nutty butter. He used to go to my school. He's older than me. He looks like a nutty butter. And two, I always feel like he is caping for light skinned women even when they're in the wrong. And he's dark. He's very dark. And he's also not cute. He has a Jimmy Neutron forehead. Um, oh, God. I did not even mean to read that man like that. But so I don't... He's not a credible source. But I will say... I don't... Part of me does not feel like there was an issue with that. What the issue was was when she tried to say that dark skinned brown women can make songs about their skin. Why can't I? Because first of all, if this evidence is true, you are not light-skinned, Danny. You are Hispanic. And Hispanics are just Hispanic. They cannot be light-skinned, okay? So you're not even yellow bone. You're just Hispanic. Um, That's going be the first issue. Um, The second issue would be brown skin women make songs about their skin because their skin has been shamed for so long. Like being darts, you cannot sit here and compare you making a song about you being light skinned to somebody making a song about them being dark skinned because dark skin has been literally ridiculed and shamed since the beginning of time. And so literally songs have to be made, statements have to be made appreciating dark skinned women and appreciating chocolate women and brown women all around just for the sake that it is not even within quote unquote um average beauty standards you know how many people try to bleach their skin especially like over in africa and whatnot try to bleach their skin literally because they are they are treated differently for their skin they are hated for their skin um i feel like i've told the story before i think where i was in kindergarten and my friend had asked me why was i darker and bigger than everybody else because i was tall in kindergarten and i was like already kind of thick i've been thick since the beginning of time you know you feel me been had the thigh meat all my life and my friend in kindergarten, I'm pretty sure was like, why are you darker and bigger than everybody else? And so I like carry, I never, okay, I will say this. I never thought I was ugly. I always knew I was really pretty. My parents always made me feel really pretty. So I've never went through the stage of feeling like I was ugly, but I feel like I went through a stage of being kind of self-conscious about my skin for like a little minute or kind of feeling like I got treated differently because of my skin, because I was dark skinned or like, Light skin privilege is a thing. Let's go ahead and stamp that right now. It is a real thing. Um, and my one of my friends did get mad at me for saying it. But I mean, I really, 
it's it is what it is how I feel I'm not gonna take it back I feel like society thinks that being light-skinned and being um being pretty are synonymous like you do not have to be pretty to be light-skinned that's not me saying that if you're light-skinned then you're not cute that's not me saying that but that's me saying literally the stipulation for being pretty if you're light-skinned is just to be light-skinned but when you're dark-skinned I tell you you have to be to a T I mean skin has to be nice you have to look nice and oiled up and buttery and greasy all the time your hair has to be nice your nails have to be done everything has to be done not saying I don't like those things because I feel like everyone needs to be put together but it's just the fact that like dark-skinned women and thicker women are all Always have to be held to a higher standard. It just so happens that I am part of both ministries, <laughs> but um, it's just what it is. You just not it's just what it is because it's unfair. But like they're held thicker. Like you know how many times I have heard I would date a bigger girl. She was pretty. So if she's skinny and not cute, you can deal with it. What? So just like comments like that. Or, like, I've heard dudes say, like, I wouldn't want to talk to anyone that's as dark as me and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just so many things sitting around why, you know, positive notions and things have to be made about being chocolate and being darker skin because it's been ridiculed for so long. And still to this day, even though everybody's on the body positivity, colorist, colorism wave, quote, air quotes around colorism wave because, mm, um, it still gets ridiculed. Literally, there was like, I want to say it was a year ago, maybe, no, probably like a year and a half now. I got in this like argue, little argument with this girl who just got beat up just a month or so ago. Aha ha. Anyways, um, not by me. She got beat up by this girl that I know, LOL. There was this dude on Twitter that I don't know if he went to my school. I don't know if he went to some other school. He was, he looked really remedial though. And he just looked, he was not cute. So I really was not even to waste my energy on him. But like, he basically says something about, I wish I could go find the tweet. It was something along the lines of, um, if you're dark, like, I don't know. He said it was his preference, but he said something like, if you're dark skin, more than likely you're not pretty. It was something along the lines of that. And then he kept trying to say, that's my preference. That's my preference. That's not a preference. Preference would be like if you're saying, I think all I, I like what I like. I like certain features in women, but I, or like, not even saying that. You, like, just say you have a preference. Just say, I like light-skinned women. You know? Don't try to say, I like this over this because I like light-skinned over dark-skinned because most of the time dark-skinned women are not pretty one you should even be you should be thankful that someone would even want to breathe in your direction Harold because that's what he looked like but it's just the fact that like people's be like having question marks when it comes to licensing and privilege and things like that like it's not a real thing and that's what I just don't get so she definitely went in the wrong direction with the whole if uh, they can make songs about brown skin why can I um yeah she went left with that then when she was like I have a whole chocolate boyfriend um I have melanin friends Danny what is a melanin friend hmm baby what is a melanin friend I don't know I just I just don't know (laughs) I really just don't know she could have kept that to herself too because that's um that's equitable to I have black friends and we just don't need that 
So she definitely executed it wrong. If she made the song and she would have been like, if y'all, if this, I like the song. I was just vibing in the um, studio. It wasn't meant to harm anybody. She should just left it at that. This whole apology video, these people who need to stop making these apology videos because it most of the time makes things worse. So on one side, I can see it could have just been like a fun, oh, yellow bone, that's what he liked, talking about her man, the baby, who baby mama is also chocolate, illa will. But then on the other side, I'm just like, Danny Lay, like, that was just not called for, you feel me, it was just distasteful, if you will. So that's how I feel about that. I just, I don't know, that's just how I feel about that. And then let's go over to, so, Masika. Oh no, let's let's talk about this Mary Mary. Let's talk about Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. She posted this on the shade room. On oh no, on her story in the shade room posted it. <clears throat> she said, Hey preachers and pastor, you should rethink liking the pictures of ladies in sexy bikinis, especially when you're married. Even when the caption is deep and spiritual, you shouldn't double tap exclamation exclamation. I'm just saying good the girls are upset so how do y'all feel about that because i do agree um i think i'm pretty sure i agree because hmm, why i should not see a deacon double double tapping me a picture of me double cheeked up on a thursday that's just not in his ministry <laughs> that's literally not in your ministries like you are the deacon over finance you're supposed to be p passing around the collection plate but you're trying to collect these cheeks on a thursday that's just not but you know a lot of these pastors and preachers be adulterous they be nasty they be creeps they be they be trying to get freaky deaky all the time you're trying to uphold this image when really no pastor if you're freaky deaky just be freaky deaky like that pastor that was uh, eating vagina that time y'all remember pastor wilson wasn't that his name or no either way i'm gonna call him pastor wilson he was eating that lady's vagina on that video uh circling around twitter and didn't he like lick her butthole or something like that i don't know and i don't know if that was it was that the first lady was that a, a church that was that a, a member of the congregation who was it but I agree with her, though. If you're a pastor and you're a deacon and whatnot, you don't need to be liking these pictures of these ladies double-cheeked up. You need to like you some devotionals and call it a day. So, yeah, that, um, that's all I have to say about that is mm, she was right. Don't be out here double-tapping these pictures and you feel me. You'll be in the pulpit. So next we're going to talk about Masika and um, her husband or fiance or whomever, because I was not aware of this little situation until when I was listening to a podcast the other day. So basically I was listening to the crew season and they were talking about how, so did Masika's, um, I should have did some more research, but well, did Masika's um, fiance say that he had knew that she was his wife since he first saw her? But then, um, then she kept curving him. That is a very simple thing to do. If you curve me once, I'm not coming back, babe. You can just call it that. I'm not coming back. If you curve me once, it's a done deal. I'm not. 
Um, no, no, no. One curve and that's it. But you know, men, men are very resilient. You feel me? They are very resilient. They're very persistent. So, yeah. One of one champ. Do he look lame? Let me see. Masika Kalisha calls off her engagement to Jamar Champ. And then he posted, I went to Vegas and got my fiance back. If y'all thought heart eye, heart eye. This smells very, very childish to me. Very, 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 very childish. I would not deal with this. I don't know what they be having going on, but sir, she already been curving you for like 10 years now, supposedly. Um, the comments, please, this is so embarrassing. We don't care though. This, that is quite embarrassing. Truth is I'm talking. <laughs> Wait, it's the wishy-washy for me. He went to Vegas to get her back. Best believe this union won't make it to year one. If it even makes it to the altar. I know that's right. Like you're chasing after this woman who just ended the engagement probably over some foolishness. I don't even know where the story is at where she ended the engagement, but I would like to see it. So I can be knows I'm gonna do my research. But how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about men being persistent and like even if you curving them? I don't like that. When this be those um how it started, how it's going. When the lady, when the girl be like, yeah, I curved him six times in my DM. And then um, I finally responded and then here we are. I love him. No, that is so embarrassing. If I curve you or whatever, I mean, or if you curve me, I would not want you to post that. Talking about some, um, oh, here go Danny Lay. Right here, but I need to know where the original is at. But um, do not tell the world that you are curving me. Why? Why would you tell the world that? Do not tell the world that you was curving me and that now we happily in a relationship. Because I'm going to be pissed because what are you doing? So that's that. He's stupid. That marriage is not even going to last. Um, speaking of things that are wishy-washy, Regina Carter and wife and Lucci supposedly are back together. And I'm, truth is, no, truth is I'm tired. No, seriously, I'm over that because he has buku, buku, endless amount of kids and I could never. Not Kodak Black is a goon. Sorry, I'm like strolling down shade room. Uh, well, I'd never like Kodak Black anyways, but he's 100% a coon. But I just saw this in something else. But oh, here go Masika and her uh, fiance. To my this with the dude said to my fiance, I don't ever want you to question what side I stand on. I admire everything about oh brother. I admire everything about you, a strong black independent woman. I apologize as a man. Sometimes I fall short when dealing with the female that has her own and created a brand. Not ever do I want to overshadow or make you feel average. You are a public figure and I have to do better how I represent you as your man. I'm apologizing not just to, to you, but to the world for my action and the way I move. And from this point forward, I want to be the best man I can be and compliment you like you deserve. First of all... Why are you apologizing on the on the World Wide Web? 
I'm confused on God's internet. Why are you apologizing when you have her number when y'all probably are in the same home? I don't like that. I don't even like them. And um, I don't like them. And I just got on here. I just don't like that. Um, and I'm I'm sorry. This is just gonna be a talk along because I'm tired of these Instagram people that got this surgery posting workout videos because you did not work out. You worked out to walk to the office to get your body done. Now I'm not I'm not against getting your body done. Do whatever you want to do. That's none of my business. That's not in my industry. That's not in my ministries. But it's really the it's really the faking for me. It's the getting your body done and then um, coming out with workout equipment or these waist trainers like you used that when really you went over you went under the knife. So yeah, I um that's all I have to say about that. That's just weird to me. Um. Okay, I found some more about the Masika um, stuff. Now she said, pray for me. How? Why did they split, though? Because I don't want to be nosy. Because why did they really split? Whatever. Because I guess I'm not going to find out any answers. So I'm really not gonna get any answers. Not as Shay Rumi getting on my nerves talking about some roomies. Let's say a prayer for X, Y, and Z. What? Not famous dicks. Um went to rehab. <clears throat> Long story short, they're not gonna last and then Reginate as for Reginate wife and Lucci. <clears throat> I just can't. I can't and I won't. It's just, Regine is literally so young. I'm pretty sure she's like maybe a year younger than me. If we're not the same age. Wife and Lucci. Hey Siri. How old is Wife and Lucci? Wife and Lucci is 29 years old. It's the age gap for me. I'm not for the age gaps. When I was 20, I dated somebody that was 28. And now looking back, they were a lovely person. And we like chopped it up. But sometimes we didn't have that much in common because like we're in two completely different stages in life. I'm 20 and you're 28. What can we really discuss? But whatever. And hey, Siri, how old is Regine Carter? Regine Carter is 22 years old. Yeah, no, it's, 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 no, it's just a no for me on top of all the kids on top of they keep breaking up and getting back together. It's just an absolute utter no for me. That's all I have for breaking black. Just um, a bunch of foolishness. How do y'all feel about, so let me, tell me how y'all feel about the Danny Lay situation. Um, Mary Mary, I feel like I feel like everybody feels the same way about that, or almost everybody. The Masika situation, it looks like everybody is saying, like, oh brother, I hate both of you. Y'all are so wishy-washy. And then Regine Wife and Lucci. First of all, Lucci's ugly. Let's get that. Let's first things first. He's ugly, but then Moneybag Yo is also ugly. Do him and Ari still go together? I haven't been on the interwebs, so I don't know if they still go together. But 
people also don't think Ari is cute. I think Ari is cute. Um, but some of my sources think that she looks like a moon pie. <laughs> and by sources, I mean my sister. My sister, I'm pretty sure she either, my sister or somebody else said that Ari looks like a moon pie. And I have not been able to unsee that ever since. Um, so yeah. So let's go ahead and quickly move on to WWED because I do have some stuff I want to talk about. So I was going to do a Reddit story today. Honestly, my phone is only on 10%. So let's see if we can find something on Reddit. If not, I have like four other questions that I kind of wanted to um, talk about. <sighs> let's see. Relationship advice. Let's If you don't know what Reddit is, it's literally just all the tea for the girls in one app. And it's under different categories. Um. <sighs> Sorry. Um, oh, I walked in on my daughter having, let's read this one, (laughs) let's read this one, I, 38 male, walked in on my daughter, 16 female, having sex. In our house, we have an open door policy when significant others are over, and that applies to all my children. One day, I saw her door was closed, and I opened with the intention of reminding her of the rules and instead I saw my daughter and her boyfriend having sex well she's dumb let's pause the story here she's very dumb because if you know that the door is an open door policy you're gonna close the door someone's gonna bust in there you idiot I tried to stay calm I turned around so they could get decent everything then I threw her boyfriend out I haven't told my wife about what I saw because she'll just tell the rest of the family and I don't want to embarrass my daughter anymore. My daughter and I haven't spoken since then. I don't know what to say to her. I can tell she wants to say something to me, but doesn't. My kids know about safe sex. I'll talk to the boys and my wife talks to the girls. Yes, we have a rule to keep doors open. That doesn't mean we're forbidding sex, but we're also not going to encourage it. Also, you realize the open door policy doesn't apply when her parents aren't home. Yes, I know I can't stop her, but I also don't want her doing it while other people are at home. We didn't even know she was sexually active. My wife gave her the option to come to her when she felt ready if she needed condoms or wanted to go on birth control. Everyone assuming I don't usually knock, stop assuming. Our only reason I didn't knock is because she knows the rules. The door open policy only applies when her boyfriend is in her room. Any other time I do knock. Stop assuming things with that context respectfully. Hmm. Let me look at this from the parent point. Let me look at this from my, if I was a girl. So if my parents, if my parent walked in on me having sex my dad i would die i would literally die but i also would not be if i know my parents have an open door policy because in our house when we like brought dudes over they couldn't even come in our room like we could maybe go upstairs to the family room but the door was always open and that would only be like specific like if you had been talking to somebody for a minute go to the family room 
but how our house is set up it's kind of open so you can hear things anyways but like no i was sitting in the living room with my company and we would like chill watch stuff talk all of that good stuff so there's not even even an opportunity for me to have sex in my parents house and honestly, I didn't even, I didn't lose my virginity until I came to college anyways. So I've never like did anything in my parents' house. I've never had sex in my parents' house or anything like that. So she's just, that was just a rookie mistake. You know, there's an open door policy. Why is your door closed? Two, if I was the parent, so if I got caught, I would immediately go and talk to my parents. Even though I would feel embarrassed, the more I just sit there and let it just stay in my parents' mind, I feel like the more awkward it's gonna be like this build up of them not speaking to each other it's just making things more and more awkward so this needs to go ahead hash it out what y'all heard that let me just hash it out and go ahead and just nip in the bud the dad and then if i was the parent if i walked in who let's see if i'm the parent my 16 year old was having six i would literally once again die <laughs> I don't know what I would do like if I'm in the so okay because what's the position I feel like it's going to be less harm if they are in missionary I'm going to be like ah but I'm going to like close the door and then let them get decent and then figure out but if like my daughter was getting hit from the back oh brother I would literally throw up and or die or if she was on top oh my god <laughs> i don't know what i would do but i would probably would just let them get decent like he said let the boyfriend go and probably just talk to her just kind of about hey you know it's an open door policy like and obviously your door was closed so i knew something was up like be more strategic one be more strategic um two what two one be more strategic Two, like, it's hard. It's easier said than done. But, like, I feel like if when I'm a parent, I want my kids to come and talk to me, like, about six. Not, like, I don't want you to necessarily tell me you're having it. But, like, if you have questions, I'd rather them ask me than, like, find out, like, through, like, porn or, like, through other situations, you know? Um, sorry, my watch vibrated. Um, so, yeah, but, like, what if, like, you walk in on your daughter and she is sucking penis? oh what would what <laughs> what are you supposed to do i don't understand what you're supposed to do at that point like she's like fully on her knees dude standing up guac guac 3000 what do you what is there to really do not much <laughs> So that was an interesting Reddit. Let's just do another Reddit. Um, and then I want to ask one question and then we can get out of here. <sighs> Not parents want to follow me to college. Oh, uh-uh. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> okay. Not my fiance doesn't want to sign a prenup. Okay. <clears throat> That's so funny. Hmm. Uh, 
My boyfriend is mad at me because I got myself a vibrator. What? Please help me. I think I'm gay. Uh oh. It's okay. Just come out. Okay, we're just going to read this one. Okay. What? I can't for what? Uh-uh, let's just do this is getting too deep let's do dating advice because girl they're getting too deep okay mm. Mm. girl hold on is he playing games or just not into me i'm a that's not even long. I was going to say, I was going to read that one. Should I hit him up? Okay. I'm a 20 year old female and he's a 22 year old male. Just so you guys have all the details. I met this guy at a new year's Eve party and he was obviously into me and we bonded over our mutual love of dark humor and shrooms. Not the drugs. He may or may not be a dealer. However, I got pretty drunk and forgot to get his number. So a couple weeks later, I got it from a mutual friend. We chatted for a couple hours, but he took like 15 to 30 minutes to respond to my text until he said he'd respond more quickly on Snapchat and added me on that. Why did he add you on Snapchat? We talked a bit about the classes I'm taking and then I ended the conversation with I have an 8 a.m. class tomorrow, so I'm going to call it a night. Hit me up whenever. It's been just over a week and I haven't heard from him, but I'm considering hitting him up for some shrooms. I know someone else, but he's more convenient. However, I don't want to chase him or make him think I'm more interested than he is. Because I've made that mistake in the past and I have ended up getting used, my sister says guys lose respect for you the second you do that and to always wait for the guy to make the next move. Maybe he's waiting to text me so that he won't look too interested. Maybe he's losing interest and me texting him might start things up again. It won't. <laughs> I honestly don't know, but I do know that I'm overthinking things. So, no. Do not hit that man up. I had to learn that. <clears throat> Just being such a dominant person, like being such a Leo, so dominant. So like if I want something, I'm, I'm going to go get it. I used to miss signs, social cues sometimes. So like if somebody would tell me like they aren't the biggest texter or like perfect example. Well, actually, I'll say this. I'll uh, respond to her first. No. Do not text that man. If a man wants you or wants to talk to you regardless of the circumstances, he is going to make an effort. He is going to talk to you. He is going to show interest, all of that. There's not going to be a need for you to even question, oh, I wonder, is he feeling me? I wonder, does he like me? I wonder, maybe he didn't see my message. He 100% saw your message. He 100% did not text you back. And he 100% does not even want to talk to you. He might just want to use you for a little vagina honestly that's just keeping it in the stack i'll never forget there was a point where I, I met somebody in like 2018 we maybe went on like one real date and i was literally associating with them all the way up until 2020 like casually hanging out with them sometimes we would just like be netflix and chilling essentially and i used to be like i don't know if he likes me blah blah blah, blah. and like he was very inconsistent like i wouldn't hear from him for like weeks at a time but like it wasn't like we were talking, but it was just a principle of I should not have to question if somebody has interest in me because if someone has interest and they're going to be concerned about me every single day, not saying all day, every day you have to be up your partners, but, but well, whatever. 
<laughs> but if someone has interest in you, like genuine, real, real interest, they one, we're going to make an effort to talk to you, to check up on you. You're not telling me that you have, that someone has interest in you and they don't even care to ask you how your day is going, how your day went, how do you feel today, any of that. So if they aren't, the actions are speaking way louder than words. So if they don't want to talk to you, they just don't want to talk to you. And he do, obviously does not want to talk to her because he ain't responded in a week. And why is he adding her um, on Snapchat and talking about some we can talk on here? I don't get it. Why? Why are we conversing on Snap? That just gives me strange vibes. Anytime somebody used to talk to me on Snapchat, my first question would be, why are we not texting? Why are you trying to chit chat with the girls on snapchat this is not the vibe for me so it's about two reddit stories and then i have like a question that i'm going to answer myself but then like i want y'all to think about too how important is being financially equal to your partner and do men consider finances enough when dating so this is the first one how important is being financially equal to your partner extremely sorry i just yawned extremely 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 important um, you know, I, mm, how do I describe these? I feel like when the finances aren't equal, someone is always going to think they're more superior than the other person. Especially if it first not if y'all first start off both financially equal and then like one most of the time, unfortunately, the man will start to make more than the woman. In my case, it's probably gonna be equal my whole life because I'm going to start off making a decent amount of money anyways. If you start off like. Let's say if I was me now, I'm in college, so I'm technically a broke college student. Um, I mean, I'm not broke, but my parents take care of me, so I technically am broke. Um, and I meet someone that's already out of college, it's already, you know, making 65, 70K or whatever. Um, they might indirectly or directly feel superior over me. It's very rare that they won't. And I mean, I mean, I guess they have a right to because they make more money, but it's still it's still not the right thing to do so i feel like when you're financially stable when you're both in the same phases of life like you're really trying to get on your feet you're really trying to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life how you want to move how you want to get your finances together i feel like that is like something that you can resonate that's the level you can resonate on that like is so different than any other level i mean of course there's like the emotional and the physical and all of that stuff but being financially equitable to your significant other like to your partner is very important because i feel like you're going to understand where they're coming from in certain in a lot of situations because you know people be like oh my god money doesn't buy happiness it it doesn't but like money makes the world go around and when there is no money there's more problems okay when there is more wait did i just say that wrong when there is more money, there's less problems. That's what I mean. Like, isn't finances like the leading cause of divorce aside from like adultery and stuff? When the money is tight, it ain't right. <laughs> Seriously. When the money is tight, this 
things just go wrong. So I feel like even if like, let's say if you are, um, I want to say, and I used to always be like, I want whoever I'm with to make more money than me or like, I want them to already be established, but just kind of where I'm at now, the phase that I'm in, I'm glad that I have someone that's in the exact same phase as me so we can resonate and go through things together and look and look back like five, 10 years from now and be like, wow, remember when we were in that spot and like, look where we're at now. So I definitely think, um, that is, that has definitely moved up as far as importance. Finances have always been important to me. Um, because I mean, when you're a woman, what do you look for? A provider, like in a man, you look for someone with a provisional mentality, a provisional spirit, just wanting to provide and not, not saying I want to run my husband dry, like run my boyfriend dry, but just finding someone or coming into contact. Well, everyone's different, but most women coming into contact with someone who like wants to provide that not, I don't even want to say wants to take care. Cause I feel like take care is just such a, it's, a, it's very negatively connotated, but it seems like kind of what it is, like take care of the household. But I feel like you can take care of the household like together. I would never want my husband to pay for everything. Never. Like I wouldn't feel right living somewhere where someone's paid for everything. I'm not helping. I'm not putting a dime in. That's supposed to be my life partner. I'm not doing anything. I just don't feel comfortable with that. Um, I just don't. Me personally, I just don't like that. I grew up. Um, my dad doesn't pay for everything. He pays for a lot of stuff, like uh, vacations, a lot of the bills. He pays for a majority of things, but he does not pay for everything. And whether that be like a little amount that, um, you know, I would have to pay for or whatever when I get married. I do not want to sit there and be just watching my husband, not even trying to make ends meet because I don't think it's going to be like a struggling, but just like watching him pay for everything and me sitting back. Oh, I dropped my mic. And me sitting back, not even wanting to pay a dime. That's just very strange. Personally, that's just really weird to me. Um, so, yeah, very important. And then do men consider finances when dating? They 100% do not. I'm going to ask my boyfriend this tonight. But I feel like they really don't. I feel like my dad, even though I asked my dad this before, and he was like, he more so was concerned about if the if his woman was like a really good person, like had a good heart. And if they were family oriented and if they like believed in, he was, he was like, they didn't even have to believe in God. If they just like believed in a higher power, then I'd be fine with him. And when he was younger then he said, just as long as they like had a good head on their shoulders and he felt like they could have some type of future, he didn't care how much money they made or how much money they were going to make. And then I'm going to ask around, but I don't think men consider finances. Um, unless you're like a man that wants a woman to take care of you, then that's just a bit weird. But, um, because I think most men are in that mentality of wanting to provide and wanting to, you know, be the provider, wanting to be the head of the house, wanting to be the quote unquote man. I don't think they really care about finances that much. Now, do they want you to be, bro- well, some men just want to take care of women, want to pay for everything, want to pay for all the bills, living expenses, everything. And that's like cool, I guess, for certain people. But I feel like nowadays we're not in that era. I a hundred percent believe in traditionalism. A hundred percent. Well, maybe like ninety percent. Um, like I believe in like gender roles and stuff like that. I believe so. But this um in this point in time, women are making very good money right now. Like it's not like back in the days where you just had the kids and stayed at home to carry the kids. Women have the ability to get it to get the same education as men. 
to not even get the same opportunities because you know equal pay is not a thing right now but um they're able to get a job to get an education to make good money for them for ourselves and i feel like that i feel like more men might take that into consideration now but over in in like overall i don't think they consider finances like that i just think they'd be like dude are you double cheeked up on a thursday and it's your late showing no, but for real, I think they're just more so focused on, no, for real, the double cheeked up part. Do you have some cheeks? Um, Are you a nice person? Is your lace lifted? Is your hair fixed? And um, are you ladylike? Or like, are you a fun person to be around? I don't really think they like think too deep. Like when I'm talking to somebody, I think about their relationship with their family. I think about their future, their finances in the future, how we can like be financially stable in the future. Think about, do they have a good heart? Do they believe in God? Are they religious? Are they caring? Are they openly affectionate? Are they expressive? I don't know if men care about all that. I don't know if they do. So yeah, how important, very important. And then do men consider finances when dating? Um, I would say about 65% of the time, no. So that's the end of the show. This has been a we're at two hours and seven minutes right now. This has been a long show, but thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm gonna start back doing weekly podcasts. School was whooping my butt last week, and I just got off my fast on Monday. So I just was trying to gather my thoughts and really get everything together. But um, we're back. Videos will be coming. I won't even say soon. They will just be coming. My TDE mix will be coming. Just be on the lookout. Follow us on Instagram at etherealblackgirl underscore ethereal, E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L. Uh, follow me on Instagram at ebunny, so at underscore E-B as in boy, U-N-N-Y-Y. Um, listen to us. Well, you're already listening, but I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a rating rate my show stroll down to the bottom of my podcast page or apple podcast hit five stars you can write a little comment i mean if you want to write a little cute note about me and how much you love me and how much you appreciate me that is also fine but if not then just tap the five stars and go about your business you don't even have to write a review just get my ratings up let the girls know how good i am and how great i am and how much you love listening to me and my voice and <clears throat> let's just continue to I have some um podcast goals for this year which I'm not going to disclose because why but we do have some goals this year I think more people listen to me than I than I think they do but this was episode 13 of a three-year black girl the podcast thank you guys for listening um per usual don't drink and drive don't do drugs and use protection Peace. I know you want to slide tonight. You know I want to ride you right. We've been making love. You know I'm going to ride for life. I know I drive you crazy. I'm your baby. You know you want to feel this. I must set you free.
Feel your energy, it's in me, you're mine. 